Hi, I'm Randy Weddle. I'm your host for Creation Anew. I pastor two churches in Indiana, Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I also pastor Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And this podcast is designed to challenge both believers in Jesus Christ and those who don't believe. I want to challenge believers to grow in their faith. And I want to challenge non-believers to take a serious look at the Bible. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here with Creation Anew. I am so glad that you are with me today. I'm always glad that you're with me. And uh, I don't want to take you guys for granted at all. I just uh, I want to... Um, I just want to appreciate you. So thank you for stopping by and listening uh, to me. What are we going to talk about today? Well, what we're going to talk about is um, something that I've experienced over uh, several years that I'm finding is a pattern in churches. Now, I don't know if it's just in the American church or if it goes into other countries. I have a sneaking suspicion that it is... um, that it is not just a, a United States issue. What in the world am I talking about? Well, what I've experienced is uh, this this thing of kids being raised in the church, and um, they go through. They're 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 like model citizens <laughs> up until they get into their twenties, and then they kind of lose their heads. Uh, and what I mean by losing their heads is they they turn their back on Christ. They turn their back on the church. They're not sure what they believe. Uh, I've even heard some of them complain that that they were uh, abused because they um, their parents uh, made them go to church. And there's almost like this feeling of they have been terribly wronged and uh, and you know they, they are breaking free of some kind of uh, of slavery that they were put under uh, when they're kids. Now, let me just say, there are some churches that are really bad, and they treat kids terribly. There have been abuses of kids in church, both mental, emotional, physical, and uh, that has no place in a church that is wrong and if someone has gone through that abuse um, certainly you know the, the, I would expect there to be bitterness or to be um, to, to be uh, to have difficulty relating to the church but I'm talking about kids that really didn't experience that where things kinda went very well for them when they were teenagers and then when they hit their 20s they they just disappear and i know that i'm not the only one that um that has seen this i know other people that have seen this i know other churches uh or other other believers uh, even church um, um influencers that are noticing this and uh it's a problem 
it's a real problem and um, you're not going to find a biblical answer in forcing or guilting people to come to church but my question is what is it that makes it so that someone turns into their 20s and and some of this is going into their 30s people are just thinking that church is so terrible that that they just can't seem to to darken the door of a church or or what i've heard from some is they'll say well i'm searching for truth well when you look they're searching for truth in other things but they will not investigate jesus christ at all why is this why does this happen well what i want to give to you today is uh, some theories and one theory that's been rolling around in my head and i may just be crazy um, but one theory that's been rolling around in my head is it um, is somewhat of a diluted picture of Jesus Christ that we give to kids. Now let me give you an example. Years ago, I got uh, I got in trouble um, because I criticized. Um, I criticized an idea that that someone had about about how to present Christ to children and uh, they were going to present Christ as a um, as a cartoon figure and um, I, I kind of winced whenever I saw their idea and we've all seen these images um, like there's one you know one image that we can all relate to is when you think of Noah's Ark you think of this little cute boat with you know a couple of people's heads sticking out and maybe a giraffe sticking out of the top of the boat and you know everybody's smiling and happy and the animals are are uh, they're all cartoons well I've had a problem with that for quite some time because it doesn't depict reality and if I can, if I can think of the time period when human beings are receptive to reality, I have to say, I think many times children are more honest and more receptive to the real world than adults. Um, when we when we go through life and we are protected by the harsh realities of life um, we can become uh, how do I say intolerant of of just the way things are and I want to present to you that that I think this may be an issue of why children grow up in the church and then leave whenever they become independent and it seems a little bit more than just rebellion um, I mean just your normal 
time period where people are trying to figure things out. Kids, you know, kids, we understand. Kids make mistakes, and and they don't understand a lot of things in life. So we give them a little bit more slack. But I'm talking about people that should start picking up on on the fundamentals. They should know these fundamentals of life. And they are still just as confused as as you know people that are in their teenage years so and again this is just a theory and I'm going to present some scripture to you but my theory is I think we I, I, I think we prevent kids from seeing the real Jesus I think that we get in the way of presenting the reality of life with Christ. And what do I mean by that? Well, let me give you some more examples here. I was talking about, you know, using Jesus as a cartoon character or, or Noah as a cartoon character. And, you know, you, you when I was a child, I went through VBS. And I have to tell you, I was not impressed with VBS as a child. Um, in fact, I was more interested in, in maybe administrating a VBS uh, or, or you know, working uh, as an adult in the VBS. I, I really wasn't interested in being a kid and, and being talked to like I was stupid and, and, you know, shown these pictures of Jesus where it's like, okay, this is the God that I'm supposed to serve and he looks kind of like Yogi Bear you know, or or uh, or SpongeBob SquarePants. It, it just didn't click with me, and, and I, I understood a concept of God being real, but the concept was kind of presented to me like Jesus is in a white, you know, he's just kind of happy, and everybody around him is is clean, and it's a nice world, and everybody's smiling, and. I think you kind of know where I'm going with this. At least I hope so. We present a cartoon Jesus to kids. And I think that picture stays with them to the point whenever they actually hit reality, they leave the cartoon Jesus just like they would um, you know, Bugs Bunny or SpongeBob SquarePants or... Ed, Ed, and Eddie, or whatever cartoon, whatever cartoon um, genre you want to think of, and we've got we've got people now that seem to relate better to just not dealing with Jesus, and I think it's a problem in the churches. Let me uh, let me share some scripture with you. Um, this comes from Matthew chapter 19, and verses 13, 14, and 15 say this. Then some children were brought to him, so that he might lay his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Let the children alone, and do not hinder them from coming to me. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After laying his hands on them, 
he departed from there. Now, <clears throat> what is this? What does this passage or these verses have to do with with kids leaving the church? Well, this the account here is that some children come to Jesus, and they children are pretty perceptive. They they see. Um, they, they see things that adults can't sometimes. And they go to Jesus, and um, they, they're going to a real person. This, guy, this guy's a, an adult male. And they go to him, and some other people come by, and I'm, I'm sure that the thought was, well, Jesus can't be bothered with children and um, you know he's a very busy man, so we we you know he doesn't have time, or maybe the kids you know might be dirty, or maybe whatever reason. Um, and they they try to pull the kids away from Jesus. And what does Jesus do? He said, "Wait a minute, don't." turn the kids away let them come to me and and when you think about that they're coming to him um, maybe they're playing hide-and-seek you know uh, which would be a losing game playing hide-and-seek with Jesus I'm just saying maybe maybe they're telling him about their day maybe they're asking questions you know why do zebras have stripes or why are lions mean? You know, they may be asking questions. And he's taking the time to be with them. We sometimes don't allow children in church to really get a full dose of the real Jesus. Because the children in this passage are dealing with an actual human being. He was flesh and blood. And we don't really give kids the opportunity to do that. And I think it comes back to a couple of things. We present a sanitized cartoon Jesus. We present a sanitized cartoon version of the Bible. Um, and I think that the kids go, oh, this is kind of neat, but I'm going to outgrow this someday. And they do. And I have to tell you, um, I, I really hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. You know, one of the damaging things that we can do for children is to lie to them. And we lie to them on many occasions. When I was a child, um, many children believed that Santa Claus was real. And you know, I was told at a pretty early age that this is a, this is a, uh, a fictitious or an imagined version of a character that it was mom and dad that actually presented gifts and we lie to the children about that and they can get confused and we'll put people in costumes we'll dress them up and say hey you know here is uh, here's Santa Claus 
and it can be very, very confusing. And then we'll lie to them about the Easter Bunny. And we'll talk about the Easter Bunny, you know, living, uh, leaving um, chocolates around or candy and oh he puts them in eggs and all these fanciful things and then eventually we pull that rug underneath from underneath the kids and we'll say well that's just make-believe you know you need to grow up and then we turn around and all through this we'll present a cartoon Jesus and I think that we may be doing more damage than what we think. Now, some of you may say, well, that's just crazy. You know, a cartoon Jesus, uh, you know, uh, that's not going to hurt anybody. Well, I think we need to take a look at this. What am I suggesting? What I'm suggesting is just what the passage from Matthew 19 suggests, and that is, let the kids get to know the real Jesus. You know, if you look at certain sections of the Bible, you will find mistakes and flaws. You will find drama. You will find uh, war. You will find blood and guts. You will find uh, sexual assault. You will find um, mystery and intrigue and murder and adultery and all kinds of stuff. And that's not even getting to the crucifixion and then you get to the crucifixion and you you can somehow gloss over a man who is beaten to the point where his flesh is like hamburger and then he's nailed to a cross and lifted up to to die and this was a form of execution and it wasn't clean it wasn't nice it was brutal and bloody and it was it was guts and gore and you may be asking right about now are you suggesting that we tell our kids about this stuff and my answer to you is yes yes I think we should now I know that there's always uh, discernment on how you present things but the Bible the Bible is not um, the Bible really doesn't mince words about certain events that happen and what I'm suggesting is we shouldn't mince words either there's all kinds of good stuff and bad stuff in the Bible and we should not shelter our children from any of it but just watch out because your kids may actually find that the Bible is real that it's dealing with real people when we present a cartoon Jesus we may be presenting a cartoon Savior um, a cartoon crucifixion and a cartoon resurrection and it doesn't click and then we expect kids to somehow get it whenever they get older that oh you mean that this wasn't a cartoon this was real and I am supposed to put my trust for the 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 
for where I'm going to spend eternity when I die in this character and you've been presenting him to me like a cartoon Jesus um, I, I think that turns some off now I know that we don't have pictures of Jesus we don't really need them we need scripture to be able to relate to our children and we need to be able to tell them things now I'm not going to suggest that you start off with you know um, with the adulterous relationship between David and Bathsheba with your three-year-old okay but I don't think that you should hold back and I think three-year-olds can kind of understand the concept of of having friends and betraying friends and isn't that what adultery is they can understand the concept of being truthful and being loyal and isn't that what we try to promote in marriage to be truthful and loyal you see I think our kids can take more than what we think they can and we you know we, we'll, we'll push uh, veggie tails in front of them which I like veggie tails but veggie tails can only go so far and eventually they're gonna have to understand the concept of the reality of what scripture talks about it, it's it's almost like the the world of, of funeral homes and, and the death industry and I'm not trying to put down funeral homes but you know um, sometimes we don't understand the concept of death because we dress up a body um, and say oh they look nice well um, they're dead they're, they're, that's not the natural state of a, of a corpse but we can sometimes hide the reality of death and I've known some people that can't handle death and they're adults they don't understand the concept of it in the same way I think that we cover up the reality of scripture and the reality of Jesus and again you know you don't have to um, you, you can temper the graphic nature of scripture based upon age but I think that we can we can get more graphic and more real with with our our children and we can talk to them about the realities of what is in scripture and they can handle it they can handle it now I think there are other reasons why people in their 20s are leaving the church this is just one theory and I, I, I think that I am right and um, in the churches that I serve one of the goals that I have is to be able to present Jesus Christ as a real human being why because he was and the things that he did were real the people that are depicted that are depicted in scripture are real people so what would I advise you mom and dad or you grandma and grandpa 
uh, on how to relate to your children this concept of God and a, a Jesus. What I'm suggesting to you is give them the truth from the Bible. And when it says that, you know, uh, Jacob was deceptive, tell them about that. When it talks about Abraham lying, tell them about that. Um, when it talks about David being untrue and, and uh, committing adultery, you can talk to them about that. Again, you don't have to get into graphic, graphic stuff. But certainly, if you just presented it the way the Bible presented it, wouldn't that be pretty, pretty real? You talk to your children like the Bible is a real account of things, because it is. And you don't pull any punches with them by trying to soften it. You just simply give, give them scripture. And I, I'll be honest with you guys. Kids can take a lot more than what we give them credit for. They are pretty tough and resilient. And they can get uh, uh, concepts. Now here's the cool thing. If you will tell them, just like it says in the Bible, if you will give, it to, give the truth to them, guess what they're going to do? They're going to ask questions. Well, why would... Why would Abraham lie? That's a great question. And and why would David why would David want to be unfaithful? Or why would he want to take somebody else's wife? Well, that's a great question, and we can answer those questions appropriately with children, but not in a cartoon way. Not glossing over the facts. That's what I'm suggesting. Now that may make you uncomfortable, but um, I think if we can relate to Jesus as a real human being, and we can present him as a real human being, I think that we may be on the road to preserving our children from just walking away because they think Jesus is a fairy tale or Jesus is a cartoon or Jesus is just another option among other options. I have more to say on this and I don't know if I will or not but uh, I, I wanted to kind of just unload this. You may have different thoughts um, and you can write to me my email address is randy at creationanew.com. You can write to me and, um, and talk to me more about this. But um, I appreciate you listening to me. Thank you so much. And I just want to say that, um, guys, if you are looking for a church, if you don't have a home church that presents the real Jesus to you and uh, you want to hear about the real Jesus, I would invite you to either one of the churches that I pastor. The first one is Mount Pleasant Christian Church located in Monrovia, Indiana. It's Mount Pleasant Christian Church of Hall, which is a mouthful. We call it Hall Church because we're lazy. Okay, uh, Hall Church is a place that's located at 5830 
West Hurt, H-U-R-T Road, Monrovia, Indiana, 46157. And the service times start at 10 o'clock. And what you're going to find there is you're going to find imperfect people that know they're imperfect, but they want to follow Jesus Christ. You will find people like that, and you will find people, or you, you will find uh, biblical teaching there. So the service times at Mount Pleasant Christian Church, a.k.a. Hall, H-A-L-L, -L, Church, the service times there are 10 o'clock in the morning, and you're welcome to come and join us. If you like to get up a little later in the morning, well, you could go to Community Church of Mooresville. We call Community Church CCM, okay? Again, because it's a mouthful to say Community Church of Mooresville. Well, Community Church of Mooresville is located at 61 West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana, 46158, and the service times start at 1115. You will find people that will love you, people that are imperfect, but they want to follow Christ, and you will find biblical teaching. Now, your kids are always welcome to be with us during the services at, uh, at either Hall Church or CCM. And the reason why is we believe that kids can take the truth. We think that they can handle what Scripture dishes out. And the, the sooner that they know about the realities of Jesus Christ, the better. So bring your family. If you don't have a home church, if you've got a good church, you stay there and you support that church. But if you don't go to church anywhere and you want to try to learn about Christ, well, you're going to get the real deal at either one of those churches. Now, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys supporting. And let me just remind you, there are three ways that you can support this ministry. Number one, you can pray for us. We appreciate that and we need it. You can also, um, you can also tell other people about us. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. You can go on many platforms. We're, um, we're all over the place. You can go to uh, Google Podcasts. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Breaker, to Anchor. You can go to Overcast or Pocket Casts or Spotify. Uh, you can go to Radio Public. There are several places you can go and listen to Creation Anew. And support us by subscribing to the podcast. Tell others about this podcast. And a third way that you can support us is with a monetary donation or as a monthly support. Now, let me say this. Before you give any money to this ministry, you make sure that you're taking care of your family and you make sure you're taking care of your home church. And then if you have anything left over, you are welcome, if you want to, to give to this ministry. I thank you so much for listening and I thank you for supporting us and if you want to monetarily donate or support you can go to anchor.fm backslash creation dash anew and there you'll find a way to uh, to listen to us and also support us guys thank you so much for your time until next time bye bye <music>